1: We appreciate the introduction always, Jay, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. The book of Proverbs is known as a divinely inspired word of practical thoughts and wisdom for one to make the best choices in life. I love the study of Proverbs. Think with me of one passage. Proverbs 23.7 says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. As a man thinks in his heart, well, that's the man he is. Jesus taught in Matthew fifteen, seventeen through 20 Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. We all would concur that we need to be careful what enters into our hearts and minds. Sometimes we have bad thoughts and things that enter our hearts and minds that affect our attitudes and our reactions to life. Let's look at some of these attitudes today and bring forth Scripture to help us, shall we? But first, Please listen to our J Webb with a great study offer that's absolutely free from another book in the Old Testament. J
0: The Apostle Paul said in Romans fifteen four, for whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. The Book of Psalms is a book of patience and comfort, and we have a study guide on Psalm one hundred thirteen through one hundred eighteen, and we'd like to send it to you absolutely free. May we send it to you? Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Psalm Study 1. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say Psalm Study 1. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information. Name, address, and type Psalm Study 1. We'll send it right away. Now let's go back to Jeff.
1: Over 25 years ago, I saw a church bulletin article that compared our thinking with God's thinking. It took some of the wrong attitudes we have in our minds and hearts and compare them to Scripture so that one may improve one's life. I'm sorry, dear friends, I know not to whom to give the credit, as a name was not attached to the article. But as always here at the International Gospel Hour, we are indebted for good, sound, biblically-based articles. For example, someone might have the thought and attitude of the following, It's impossible. But in Luke eighteen twenty-seven, Jesus said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. You see, sometimes we think that something is impossible to do, but we must pause and ask ourselves, Can this be possible with God and His blessing? And then that changes our thinking to look at the possibilities with God instead of our impossibilities with man and with ourselves. So therefore, I need to turn to God and His Word and to see the things that are possible. Here's another thinking that crosses our minds and hearts. Number two, nobody loves me. Well, John 3.16 reminds us that, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. I can assure you, dear friends, that a follower of God loves you. We think in this day and age that if we disagree with someone, we cease loving them. And that's just simply not the case. Have you ever considered that a disagreement is brought forth as an agreement because we love each other and we want things to work out? If God so loved the world, then those that follow God and follow Christ need to love the world as well. Dear friends, never think that nobody loves you. God loved you. We love you. And I promise you, there is a wonderful Church of Christ nearby that will love you as well. Dear friends, reach out and never sit around thinking that nobody loves you. Indeed, we do. And most importantly, God does and God provides. Number three, someone may say, nobody cares. You know, it is a sad thing that folks will consider that nobody cares about them. You know, in First Peter 5, 6, and 7, the Bible says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. So when we say nobody cares, well, God cares. And we need to cast our cares upon Him. But let's notice the first part of that passage, or go back to 1 Peter 5 verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Dear friends, are you seeing the trend here of the thinking that man has and the thinking that God brings forth and His Word? You know, I call the thinking that man gets sometime, I call it stinking, thinking if you will and it affects our minds and when we think nobody cares the problem is going to be that in turn we may not care but always know that somebody cares and god cares and therefore when we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of god and allow him to exalt us then how thankful we are that he cares for us and things can change in our lives Here's number four. Someone says, I just cannot go on. In 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 9, listen to the words of Christ unto Paul. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Then Paul says, Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. This will take a few moments of discussion and thought because this changes an attitude totally. If you recall, this section of the text of 2 Corinthians 12, Paul is dealing with his thorn in the flesh. Now, we don't know what that thorn was. I have read a variety of theories and thoughts. It could have been his eyesight that is hindering him. It could have been some type of physical ailment that Paul felt like if it was taken from him, he could do more for Christ. And as he would plead unto Christ and unto God through his prayers, that's when Christ told him, My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Now we stop and we think on these things. Paul is saying that when Christ spoke to him and told him, My strength is made perfect or complete in weakness, in your weakness, Then Paul changed his attitude. He did not allow the thing to hinder him any longer, but he relied more upon Christ to use him. And you stop and think, folks, sometimes when we glory in our infirmities, I have known people who have brought forth wonderful stories about their lives and how Christ changed their lives when they had infirmities that hit them the most. It seems that when we are struggling and hurting, that's what drives us more to God in Christ. And through His grace, we find that Christ says, My grace is sufficient for you. Allow the power of Christ to rest upon you. Writing here to Paul, a Christian, but Paul had his struggles. Paul could go on. And dear friends, we can go on. God will provide. Here's another one very quickly. Someone says, I don't get it. You know, folks, there's a lot of things in life we simply don't get. We don't get it when we see how people treat one another. We don't get it how problems arise and why we can't work these things out. Listen to Proverbs 20 and verse 24. God's thinking, man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? The proverb writer tells us a divine inspired piece of advice. You know, man's goings are of the Lord. If a man is going of the Lord, he's able to get it. God provides and allows him to understand. And where there are things we fail to understand, we continue to study, we pray, and then God will help us to understand our way. We can get it. And if we can't get it, God will once again provide unto us the things to help us work therein. Friends, I realize a study as this may prompt other questions or thoughts you may like more information on, and we have a way that you can help us with those thoughts or questions. Please listen to our J. Webb. Do you
0: have a question you would like to hear discussed on the International Gospel Hour? A biblical question that you've wondered about? We are always looking for good suggestions and questions, and we'll gladly consider yours. We will withhold your name from our broadcasts. Don't worry about that. We will only address your question. Here's all you do. Please go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and send us your question. We appreciate all of our listeners, and thank you for your interest in spiritual things. Again, please go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and send us your question. Now... Back to Jeff.
1: Here is one more for us to consider. Someone says, I can't forgive myself. In Psalm 103, verse 12, As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgression from us. Let me remind you, dear friends, when God forgives, let's not worry about us forgiving ourselves. When God forgives us, that helps us to forgive ourselves because God's in charge of the forgiveness of sins, not us. All we have to do is come unto Him in simple trusting faith, repenting of our sins, confessing Christ, being baptized into Christ for the remission of those sins, and when they're gone, they're gone. And we can start a faithful life walking for Him. Let's continue our studies together, shall we? Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening.